This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, October 1st, 2019. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Today, we have a very special guest, Jennifer Barreto Leva is the editor-in-chief of Beliza Excel, the first and only magazine in history dedicated to plus-size people in Spanish. She is also a lawyer, journalist, and activist with over 20 years in the body positive movement. Her work has been celebrated and highlighted by the editor-in-chief of Vogue Italia. Oh, am I on the air? Did you hear me saying your uh, intro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it perfectly. Okay. <laughs> What's going on today? So anyway, as I was saying, she has been featured on Vogue Italian, Cosmopolitan, Ravishly Magazine, Marie Claire Magazine, and seen on Univision, and most recently was featured on Oprah Magazine as a Latina influencer to be inspired by and she is nominated as Journalist of the Year for the inaugural Full Figured Industry Awards happening November 2nd in New York City. Let's welcome Jennifer to the show. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Thank you for the invitation. I'm very happy to be here. Yes, I'm so excited because you are calling in internationally so I'm super excited that we can do interviews across the the world uh, yeah we almost didn't made it right uh. yes <laughs> so tell me how it is growing up um, in Venezuela is that where you grew up and tell me how it was there as a plus size girl uh, it's tremendously difficult because um, we are leaders on uh, numbers when it comes to discrimination for appearance and for weight. So the weight stigmas are tremendous. <clears throat> you are pretty much invisible. You have no right to exist as a human being. Uh, as a lawyer, I have to take care of cases of people asking for asylum being exhaustive of being discriminated due to their weight. So uh, you can imagine how difficult it is to live here. People here is obsessed with one type of beauty, that, that kind of beauty that comes from beauty pageants. So if you do not belong to that particular stereotype, you are pretty much invisible. So uh, it's difficult to be proven all the time that you're worthy that you deserve respect, that you are 
just another human being in society. It's very difficult and painful. At the, day, at the end of the day, you end up exhausted. And you started plus-size modeling and doing body-positive things in the 90s. So yeah. how did you get started in the 90s when it wasn't a lot of things happening then? You know, um, I started uh, about 26 years ago. The first column that speak about all the plus-size issues, I was invited to a TV show, and the host told me that for her, it, it was impossible to see plus-size women in a fashion show. And back in the day, uh, I remember Emmy was on E-Entertainment Television hosting a fashion show. Mm -hmm. And she already were in campaigns. And, um, you know, all our role models were already, uh, you know, all over the world doing uh, things. And I knew that she was wrong. So I asked her for an opportunity to do my fashion show on her TV show. And I had to prepare myself as a model. I remember I, I modeled my own closet because there, even now there is not such a thing as a store uh, dedicated to fashion, to plus size fashion here. So um, she says, okay, I'm going to give you the opportunity. And I, they, they thought in this moment that they will be making fun of me. And I didn't give them the chance to make fun of me. And from that moment on, I, I took it very serious and it started to apply to questions. I remember one devolve teach me exactly how to apply to a question because I, I clearly messed up the first time because I, I was a newbie back in the day. And um, I remember my first gig was in Washington, D.C. Um, the um, director of this organization was asking for a black girl and a Latina girl to put it on a poster in, in Washington, D.C. And we made it there, and I was, like, very excited for the both of us. I come from a biracial family, and, I mean, every success for the black community is a success for me as well. And... Um, mm -hmm. uh, I was really happy. I was like, now we represent it finally. And that was the very beginning for me. And, and I mean, it was difficult. People think that back in the day, there was not such a thing as internet or social media. And that was very easy to have a career. And um, right. it, it was very difficult. And we can talk about, like, for years about that because we experienced the whole process. So it's very interesting. So did you ever live in the United States ever, or you always, did you fly back and forth here to do things sometimes? Yeah, I do. I do uh, fly back and forth. Now I have family in the United States. Uh, my sister is there, her boyfriend, and my um, uh, her, her baby boy that actually burned, it was born yesterday. So, um now I'm an auntie. I'm very happy, and uh, now I have family. I have family there, but uh, I, I currently live here for the moment. But it's expensive to travel back and forth all the time, right? 
Yeah, it's very expensive. I was actually considering to stay in the United, in the United States back in February, the last time I've traveled. But due to the situation with the current administration, I was very um, hesitant to stay there or not. So I'd rather to mm-hmm. return and, and, you know, be safe over here despite our situation. So, um, But, you know, so I, I always say that I'm here for the moment because you never know what the future has for you. Right. So do you think the plus size women are more accepted in the U.S. than other countries around the world? Oh, indeed. Very, very much. The market is open. You guys have choices. You guys have, like, expos and stores. You guys have spaces on the media. We do not have that. If by any chance you need to go to a mall and buy whatever, a picture, whatever, you, you, you just do not have that option. We have to struggle with the stigma of, uh, you know, between the fetishist and and the people making fun of us. It's absolutely horrific the way, the way we're being harassed over here. Um, there is an issue to talk about this on a daily basis. I'm telling you, I have to block um, I don't know, one, two people on a daily basis on my social media because they come to uh, assault me because it, 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 it's the way it is. And uh, tell, people telling me, you know, you have to lose weight, you are too fat, you are unhealthy, and blah, blah, blah. And that is not okay. The way we are harassed over here is just horrific. Things are dramatically different in the United States, luckily. So you've been able to accomplish a lot of things. So you've been able to be on television and radio. How were you able to break through to do those type of things um, where you live? Uh, it's been it's been funny. Um, since uh, I've traveled from a very early age, I think that I'm pretty much uh, one of those people that are citizens of the world. So uh, uh, if you see me and you see someone from my country, you will notice uh, two different cultures. I'm more like, um, I don't know, one of these uh, worldwide women. And uh, that, I think, was like the biggest platform I had to develop and, and be able to adjust to anything. Uh, I'm still in denial that I do half of the things that, that is on the list of my achievements. Uh, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be successful. I'm not supposed to be in the media or working in the media. Uh, according to the uh, culture, I suppose I was destined to be a loser, you know, and someone mm-hmm. without a job, and, and, and I refuse to be all of that. Um, I'm um, uh, easy with every single culture out there, and I think that allowed me to to adjust myself and be a little bit of every single uh, culture that I'm able to interact with. And I think that that was the key of, of my success, after all. And then you went on to start a magazine. 
Now tell us how this magazine got started. Uh happens that I often hear in conversations and, and every time I was invited to a different TV show, uh, I've heard like hosts, singers, models, and everybody uh, related to the clothes industry were complaining like, oh, the media did, did not pay any attention to us. I would love to publish this. I would love to be on the cover of a magazine. Uh, but I don't know where if the media is not putting attention to me as a fat person. And I always had the dream to be uh, the person to be able to to work this for our community. So one day this uh, old friend of mine told me, I will give you all the support you need. Let's start this because it's necessary. And uh I started, and at the very beginning, I remember I asked to a very known publicist, she is plus size, and I asked her, I want you to be like the person that give me the best review uh, as possible of this project. And she was like, a magazine for fatties? I don't think so. And uh, yeah. I think that yeah, and it was so discouraging, and I think that was the comment that I need to start on this project and keep going. And so far, um, it has been difficult, uh, but um, I mean the uh, the fact that we can be the voice of an entire community is uh, is an honor, and and. Uh, is good enough to keep going, definitely. And so are you still putting out new issues of the magazine, or is it on hiatus? Right now we're on a hiatus because um, I had a horrific uh, situation with the magazine. I had the editorial coordinator, and... uh, when when you include people on your staff, it's supposed to be people you can trust on. This lady asked me that I have to give give her the direction of my project, my magazine, and I said no. It's like I ask you, you know, I need the control of the Chinese Lewis show. Of course, you want to say no. And she says, okay, since you said no, I'm gonna open another magazine, and. I'm going to be your competition. When I opened it, she stole 26 years of my job and put it under her name. You know? So uh, it was horrific. I was depressed. I was suicidal. And, uh, but I'm here. I stood up. Uh, I'm glad the community respect the work that we have been doing. You cannot support plagiarism for anything in the world. Uh, it's like I, I have like the Jennifer Lewis show. I mean, everybody will know that it's not such a thing that I'm copying you and it's not okay. So mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that, that people recognize and, and it's not supporting this, but uh, I'm still um, uh, with another project related to the magazine. We have now a podcast, 
and um, the podcast is it can be seen now on our YouTube channel. Uh, we are going to relaunch the magazine next year, but we're still uh, having the magazine uh, alive now more than ever. We feel the voice of the plus size Latinos out there. So, are you looking for new writers, new people to work with, or do you have your whole team already set? No, I'm always looking for people that give uh, a new, uh, a new uh, color, new, a new point of view to the magazine. Because I think the more people there, the more variety, inclusion, and diversity we will have. So everyone is welcome to to be there. Anyone. And you also write. For many other magazines, you are a journalist. So tell us where we can find your latest articles. Well, um, I write for the Huffington Post. I write for an Egyptian magazine. It's called Postani. I write for Tendency Book, which is a uh, Venezuelan magazine. It's dedicated to the luxury world. I, wear, I, I talk about fashion, plus-size fashion there. And recently, I've been uh, working very hard as a fashion and lifestyle editor in Dubai Fashion News. I'm very happy because that magazine is the most important in the country. And uh, it's uh, a never-ending learning process. The more you learn, the better work you can do. So... Uh, the, the Jennifer that started a few months ago and the Jennifer that is speaking to you right now is a totally different Jennifer because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm being learning uh, and, and in a very loving way, uh, way, I have to say. And I'm very happy and, and very, very grateful for that opportunity because um, my work, my 26 years of work have been dedicated to uh, being a voice and open the path for the plus size community. Uh, when it comes to the R- MENA region, the Middle East uh, region, uh, the plus size women have zero voice. So the fact that I'm opening the path there in journalism is a very big deal. And um, I'm very happy. And, and as much as I can uh, enlighten and open and, and, and give voice or, or at least open the path for other women and other men. For me, I mean, it's, it's mission accomplished. And um, as, as a daughter of a biracial family, for me, it's very important that all of us have a voice. So I'm very happy. So do you speak other languages or are all your articles in the Middle East, are they in English or Spanish? Our uh, articles are in English. I'm learning Arabic, and I gotta tell you, if you ever hear or read something funky, it's because I've learned English on my own. So, anything uh, weird that you can hear or any any bit of an accent is because of that. Uh, but I'm very proud of my job so far. Yeah. So you you didn't learn English in school. I had the basics, like A, B, C, D, E, but the rest of it, I'm learning on my own. Wow. That is <laughs> awesome. I yeah. wish I could 
I wish I was able to do a interview in Spanish or interviews in Spanish. I wish I could. So I kudos to you for teaching yourself another language. Oh, thank you very much. And so your journalism is so good that you were nominated for Journalist of the Year as the Full Figure Industry Awards. Now, are you excited about that honor? I'm going to tell you that when I saw I was nominated, I, I thought I was dreaming because, I mean, I've heard about these awards. And uh, a few years ago, we had awards, the Plus Size Industry had awards, but in British, in England. And when I heard about this, I was like in denial. And I double checked, and my best friend told me, it's real, they're nominated. And I was like, I cannot believe this. Uh, for me, being nominated with these two amazing women uh, um, is, is enough a word because never in a million years I thought I would be uh, given a, a prize or something for my job. I did it just because I'm very passionate into this. And I always think that if you, if you have a platform, use it wisely. And we are very lucky to, 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 to be the voice of millions of women. So um, uh, I'm very, very flattered. I'm very thankful with the organization. And um, again, being a work with, with these two amazing women for me is amazing. And being able to share with you right now and, and, and to uh, share spaces with so many women that are doing an amazing job is, is a huge honor because I know how difficult it is to be here and to have a space and keep it. And, and our integrity is so difficult in such a toxic industry. So I'm very, yes. I feel lucky and I feel very honored and, and I'm grateful, seriously, for having your friendship and all these women uh, friendship. And I'm excited, too, that they are honoring people in different categories that maybe would not be recognized by the industry because the industry is so into Instagram now. But there have been people doing things way before Instagram was invented. Yeah, right now I'm I'm horrified. Uh, I maybe sound like an old lady, but I'm horrified about everything now with Instagram. And if you're not on Instagram, you do not exist. So what about the people that have been working his or her behind for many, many years? It's so unfair. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy, as you said, that people that uh, work their path to be here is being honored. And I, I truly hope that for the upcoming years, more people are being honored because we know that there is a lot of people out there and, and, and deserve to be honored. We have struggled very hard to be here. And it bothers me when people say, oh, because both sizes is on trend now. No, we're not on trend. We are people. We exist. We always have been here. So we are not on trend. Stop calling it like that. We have worked very hard to be here, and we deserve to be here. We deserve to be recognized. We deserve to have a space. We deserve respect among all of it. 
And besides this event, I read that you are the founder of Latino Plus Size Fashion Week. Now, is that something that's in the works? Yeah, it's something in the works because uh, life over here in my country is extremely hectic. And uh, when I started the idea about four years ago, uh, it was a difficult time. And I was like, uh, I'm going to put it on hold, but uh, I'm going to work on that next year. Right now, I'm going to tell you I'm very happy because I'm shooting the very first documentary uh, made to a plus size model in the world and we have a few scenes to shoot yet but uh, it's almost done I'm very happy we're focused on that so the producer and the director need to edit that later but um, this year I think it's going to be the last project that I'll be working on but the, the Latina plus size fashion week will be a reality next year but willing. All right, so you are trying to launch a lot of things in 2020. Yeah, yeah, I I never stop. I think uh, that the moment we stop dreaming, it's like we're dead. And and life is so precious, the time is so precious that we need to take advantage of everything, to dream and to work in our dreams. I agree. Now, do you have anything else happening that we can be on the lookout for that I didn't mention? Well, now that you mention it, <laughs> I'm working on a little project that I will be launching in a couple of weeks. It's called Conversations with Jen. And I will be talking with women on the industry, but not in the professional side. I will be uh, talking with the personal experiences and showing that you can uh, overcome the worst of the worst and still being a successful person. I hope I can help you there because uh, we yes. have a lot to share. So, yes. yes, now, do do I have to speak Spanish? Because you know I can't speak Spanish. No, 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 it's okay. It will be a bilingual show, so I can hopefully uh, we'll have you there and uh, a bunch of successful women and, and men of the industry that can show us that you can overcome anything as much as you want to. So that's pretty much in a couple of weeks. I'm very excited. Nice. Well, congrats on that and congrats on everything that you've been doing. I thought I was in the industry a long time, but you have me beat. (laughs) Yeah, I have 26 years now. Yes, that's a long time. Do you think you're going to ever retire or are you going to always be fighting for body positivity? I mean, I, I think I will always always be part of the industry, but um, when I get married, if I get married and have kids and stuff, I will be slowed down a bit to dedicate to my family and, and to myself. But I will always be part of this industry and you will always be part of this industry. We have come from a long way to to not um, keep going. I mean, we have worked too hard to be here. So we will always be part of the industry. Exactly. So now tell us your official website and your social media pages so we can keep up with all your projects. 
Okay, the official website is www.bejesaxl.com and all my social media is at Jennifer Barreto Leiva in every social media you can find me there and uh, hopefully we can connect and, and share um, ideas and amazing content and discuss all the things plus size matters. Yes, well, thank you so much for being on the show. We had some technical difficulties, but I'm so glad that we were able to talk. It turned out perfect. Thank you so much for having me and, and for all the efforts for for uh, making this possible. Um, uh, I got to tell you that uh, I always loved your guests. On, in, on the podcast and, and, and hear everything and I was dreaming from a long time to be here so my dream came true finally thank you so much for having me and for all of oh. you for listening to me bye 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 enjoy the rest of your day and thank you to my fabulous guest Jennifer, make sure you follow her on her social media pages and check out her podcast. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis, and thank you always for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.